0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Fast Track, formerly known as Pave the Way Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Hellback, and on this show, you are going to learn exactly how to be successful as a real estate investor. It doesn't matter if you're brand new or if you've done dozens and dozens of deals, this is a podcast you're going to be able to listen to that's going to give you actionable, specific advice on how to be successful within real estate investing. I'm going to interview top notch real estate investors each and every week. And there's also going to be some content that is just going to be me telling you exactly about my journey and how I've went from a broke kid starting out to a million dollar real estate investor. So if you want to learn how to be successful investing in real estate, this is the show to listen to. And I'm looking forward to being able to serve you at a high level. All right, welcome to this week's REI Deal Breakdown. And today I'm gonna talk about 317 Madison Street. So this is a wholesale deal that we did maybe the beginning of the year. Uh, This one stood out though. There's a lot of lessons we learned on this one. So I figured I'd share it on this video. So if you wanna learn how we did this deal and the kind of money we made, you are in the right place. So before I get started, if you're not familiar with me, my name is Greg Helbeck. I'm a millionaire real estate investor. I've been doing this business for eight years and the intention behind these videos is to share what I have learned throughout the years with you watching this so you can take away some stuff and ultimately start your business or grow your business so 317 madison street delaware city delaware the way that we found this deal was actually text message marketing so we were texting a list of sellers i think the one that this seller was on was the tax delinquent list so they didn't pay their and paid their property taxes for a while they responded to a text and then anna on my team pushed it into the system and Lindsay and Brett started, or not, I think, I don't think Lindsay was with us at the time. She wasn't with us at the time. So I think Brett, yeah, Brett got involved with her, started talking to the seller and long story short, she was living there for a while. Her husband passed away. She was a, I think, a little bit elderly The seller, And the house was apparently in really bad shape, but actually it turns out it wasn't the case. Uh, it was a lot worse than, it, she thought it was worse than it really was. So she reached out. She's like, I, you know, my house is a quote unquote hoarder house and I, I want to sell it. I want to move to Texas and yada, yada, yada. So, you know, we were trying to figure out how we can best help her and how she can benefit from a cash offer, et cetera. So she was a tough seller because it wasn't a lay down and she wasn't willing to do business right away. She really actually was relatively hard to get on the phone after some time. And we were we were following up with her persistently. We knew that this was a good lead, so we didn't wanna you know just kind of throw it away. So we kept her in our database. We marked her as a top 20 prospect, which is basically just we have 20 people in our database at all times that are a priority that we need to follow up with on a weekly or biweekly basis. Stayed in touch with her and, you know, Brett was was working on the seller and I, I was like, I want to kind of get involved with this one too because this could be a pretty good deal. So I actually sent her a text message, I believe, on my personal cell phone and I was like, hey, are you against having Brett come out to look at the house and make you an offer? And, and like I, I sent her a text and she said, no, I'm not against that. And then, you know, we couldn't get her on an appointment. So kept following up with her, kept following up with her, ended up getting her on the phone another time. And, you know, we had a loose conversation and basically it resulted in a, an appointment. And uh, before we, I think, went on the appointment, she said she wanted 125000 for the property. And by the way, this thing's is worth in the threes fixed up. And we were assuming that this property was going to be like a bombshell. And we were kind of expecting the worst and hoping for the best. And that's exactly what happened. Brett ended up going on the appointment and building some serious rapport with this lady. He really connected with her. He really, you know, see, as Stephen Covey says, he really was seeking to understand her and, and really hear her out and, and figure out exactly how we can solve her problems. And her, her main thing, was she wanted to get out of this house as is and move to Texas and not have to deal with Delaware anymore in the cold winters and whatnot. So, Brett ended up going there. He locked the property up for $125. We thought this thing was going to be easy peasy Japanesey. Turns out after we got the property in contract, she was a little reluctant. Sister was kind of getting in her ear saying, uh, oh, you might have sold this thing too cheap and yada, 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 even though this was her original asking price. So he ended up talking her off the ledge. And honestly, given what she wanted and all the, you know, kind of benefits she wanted us to bring to her, I think it was actually a fair price considering, you know, we closed this thing relatively quickly. So anyway, long story short, we ended up finding a buyer and we wholesaled the house for $38,000, I believe. Yeah, I put it out to the email list and I sold it sight unseen within a day for 000, for a $38,000 assignment fee, which is a great assignment fee anywhere you are, especially in Delaware. I mean, that's a really good assignment fee. And we got everything in escrow. We got the buyers all lined up. We got the whole kind of thing rocking and rolling. And something that we offered the seller that she really appreciated was we actually rented a moving truck for her. And we paid for it. And she took that truck down to Texas, I believe, with her daughter. So we actually threw that benefit in there so she could stand out. I don't think there was any really competition on the deal. At least this one. There's usually, there usually is. And you know we added a lot of value to her situation by literally just you know renting a moving truck, and she got the moving truck, moved out. She actually we we closed, and then she stayed there for like a week, and then she ended up moving down to Texas. So that was the deal. You know thirty-eight thousand dollar wholesale deal from text message marketing. We used Launch Control, and it was a tax delinquent list, and it was a great property. It was a win-win-win for everybody: the seller, myself, and the buyer. Everyone did very well on it financially. Everyone walked away with some cash, and the buyer ended up fixing and flipping the house and sold it. And what are some lessons I can kind of share with you on this on this video that you can take away? And the first lesson is that when you have a good lead and they're not like selling right away, you got to follow up with them like crazy. You got to prioritize that lead. You got to make sure you're staying in touch with them, you know, preferably every two weeks, if not every week. So when they're ready to sell, not if, but when they're ready to sell, you're there at the right place at the right time. So that's lesson number one. Lesson number two is when you have a really good deal, it is going to sell fast, fast, fast. I put this property out with I think it was a $38,000 markup and we sold it, bam. Sight unseen right away. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. It was very easy to sell this property. So when you have a good deal, I'm telling you right now, the buyers will show up assuming you actually have a buyer's list, which is not hard to do anywhere. It takes, you know, a week max to build a decent buyer's list up. Anyway, that's the second lesson. And here's the third lesson, which is an interesting one. We made 38 grand wholesaling it. And I will tell you, our rehabbing system in Delaware is certainly not where it is in New York. We have a much better system in New York for rehabbing properties with contractors and realtors and everything like that. However, looking back on this deal, we should have fixed and flipped this house. We should have bought the house for 125. dollars probably would have thrown about 75 dollars into it max. And uh, we could have turned this property around and sold it for... Yeah, I think it ended up selling for 300 grand or something like that so we could have made a lot more money rehabbing this house and it probably wouldn't have taken that much longer maybe another two three months longer and we would have been able to double our profit if not more just by fixing flipping the house so this was a house that I think we definitely should have flipped but listen I'm not going to cry over spilled milk and complain I've had a $38,000 assignment fee in the matter of a month so that's 317 Madison Street hope you got some value from this if you did and you're interested in doing deals with me, whether you're in Delaware, New York, or San Diego, if you're a wholesaler and you want to wholesale me a house, I love buying from wholesalers if the numbers make sense. Or if you're a wholesaler and you want to just JV for me, JV with me, or JV a wholesale deal in one of those areas, I'd be happy to do that. Reach out to me. You can do Instagram at grego37, or you can do my email address, which is greg@velocityhousebuyers.com. That's G-R-E-G at V-E-L-O-C-I-T-Y-H-O-U-S-E-B-U-Y-E-R-S.com. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to an episode of the Real Estate Investing Fast Track. I hope you got a lot of value from this specific episode. And there are a few takeaways that you're able to gather from this to implement in your business so you can be a more successful real estate investor. So if you did get value from the show, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes, it would really mean a lot to me. That's how we keep growing the show and getting great guests is because people see the reviews. They see that we have a high quality show and they want to contribute as a guest. So that would be great. Also, if you got value, if you could share the show on social media, that would be great because that is how people see this besides the reviews. So once again, if you did get value, if you could do me a favor and leave me a review on iTunes and share the show on social media, it would really mean a lot to me and I'll see you on the next episode.